Hi, this is Mia. And this is Tina. And you're listening to Yeah, No. The podcast about starting a business at the intersection of design and healthcare. know what your dad thinks you do that's good because i want to know what your dad thinks you do hi dad hi can you hear me okay yeah what are you doing i'm just i just drink coffee drink right now so we are calling you to ask you about my job and design Mm -hmm. how you explain to people what i do oh i say that she's she's a great worker and She's a fine young lady. <laughs> and, uh, she's doing a uh, uh, in between patient and uh, provider uh, communicate easy uh, for the healthcare uh, product. She's doing that. Yeah, that's all. That's all. You know, that's all I can explain them because uh, even if I explain them, is uh, it's better. I don't think they can understand. <laughs> is it annoying that you can't explain to people what my job is? Yeah, because it's kind of uh, difficult to understand, uh, you know, your job. It's a little complicated for them, uh, for me. <laughs> yeah. So, Do you understand why my job is needed? Yeah, because I mean, your job uh, needed to uh, help some uh, some other people uh, couldn't get the uh, help from the uh, provider or healthcare. Is it yeah. confusing for you that I went to school for design and this is yeah. what I do now? Yeah, I, yeah, but you know, I, I thought your design, you know, actually normal people just design kind of new things, uh, making before you go to production and you design something, right? But uh, I really explained them how the healthcare design is the uh, uh, different than is normal people thinking about design, so that's what hard to uh, explain the healthcare design. Yeah, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Thank thanks, you. Dad. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hi, Dad. Hi. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. How are when you? I'm good. When do I get to see you? Soon. I just have a couple quick questions about my job. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, I, hope I, have a quick, I hope I have a, a quick answer for that. It's a very difficult job. In what way? Well, for starters, I don't really know what you do. Um, but I think I know, but at times I'm thinking, no, she doesn't do that. So dad, when somebody asks you, oh, what does your daughter do? What do you, what do you tell them? I I always say you're a designer. Yeah. I've always thought foremost 
that uh, you're a designer above all. And uh, even to my colleagues, you know, uh, they they understand because you know, I mean, I don't think much changed uh, from the days that I started in the whole era of public portrayal of solutions through design. Right. Which was actually uh, going back to the '60s was quite revolutionary because nobody ever analyzed what so-called advertising was and communication was. But ultimately, you know, what what basis did we feel as as designers is that you know, I, as you know, you know, I was really interested in art and design and art more basically because design is something that came out of my art and the study of it. And so, uh, you know, design, as you know it, is a manifestation of art. Right. What do you think that I design? Oh, oh, oh. You design people. I mean, you know, the, the people's reactions. You know what I mean? Ultimately, your end, pro- end, end audience is people. And, yeah. you know, I don't think that's changed. And so what you design is our messages. You design to people, for people, at people. Uh, uh, to to you know to uh, yeah I mean you know it's it's that whole you know thing the axioms that we used to live right is you know what's the end promise what you do is I think you know really I think at the core of all that stuff because holy cow you know you you deal with people's lives and I can I can fully appreciate that now oh thanks Dad. That's um. Yeah. That's all I had to ask. Um, <laughs> that's simple. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm we're talking about because... design, and I know you and I can talk about design for hours. Yeah. But thank you for being on our podcast. Okay. I hope all goes well. Thank you. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Have a good day. Bye. Did you notice it took him so long to get to the healthcare part? <laughs> like your dad was like, your dad was like, you're in healthcare, and that's the thing that he understood. My dad was like, you're a designer, and then healthcare came in like right. at the very, very end when he realized that he's old. <laughs> right. So I think uh, it's it's interesting. But it's, you have to bring it back that's to what, yourself. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it, like yeah, that's how people understand. understand what you do is that when they have experienced something similar or an understanding of why there's yeah. a need for that. Right. Yeah. I love that your dad was like, it's got to be simpler. Like he's like, you got to make your website simpler so I can understand it. And that is like always what we're trying to do yeah it's very hard to do for yourself that's, yeah that's the whole point right <laughs> is trying to make it simpler i mean it is it's something that we do in that we're trying to talk about right now is how do we explain our job simpler but i think also within our job it's very meta within our job we're also trying to make things simpler because yeah. healthcare is so complex right? right and so constantly trying to make things simpler so yeah it's probably a good idea if we revisit and think about how we can make the language simpler so yeah. that it's- we have to design the design of our design yeah I haven't seen you in forever. I feel like this is the only time we get together now. Where have you been? I have been traveling a lot. I went to LA and I went to London and then I went home to North Carolina and then I went to a conference. Oh my God. Um, 
actually, the conference that I went to yesterday is pretty relevant to the conversation that we're going to be having today because it was about measuring design. Like, how do you measure a soft, kind of a soft discipline? And so, how do you measure success in something where you might be measuring someone's awareness or someone's behavior, or kind they of feel stuff. better, or right, they right they feel they like better, it, right? They feel they more energized, yeah. right? And so, right. I think things like that. It's been interesting to kind of think about. Well, how do we measure that? And then, and and it just it feels a little bit unfortunate because it feels like. You're not in a. I don't know. I feel like when you say it's a soft, a soft skill, it sounds so weak, right? Like, like oh, flaccid. You don't, you, you don't have a real <laughs> skill. It's soft, you know. Like it's, it's like you made it up. Yeah, but it's the soft stuff that makes people feel good. Well, today we wanted to talk about design a little bit more because that's a that's we call ourselves designers, and our studio is a design studio. And the work we do centers around how design can help healthcare. So, I mean, at the core of it, if we think about a definition of design, I thought of four different definitions. And maybe because you went to this summit, you have some other ones. And these are more, I think, just traditional, but I don't think that they're related to necessarily the medium or the channel of how you practice design. But one is around creating objects or experiences for other people's use, Mm -hmm. right? Another definition is around being a craftsperson, that you've learned this craft and that's, you know, you're, you're building a discipline around that craft, whether it's typography or uh, graphic design or industrial design. Then the other two, the one that I always related to, and it's because of the way that I was brought up, because, you know, my dad's a designer, um, is problem solving. And really, uh, for me, design is about problem solving at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one, I think, is is more about where people are today, which is around innovation, provocation, infusing with, you know, thinking about taking something into a new place or a new direction through a a way of thinking rather than a skill. Mm -hmm. It's funny because yesterday I heard for the first time this definition of there's four orders of design. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of, I think it's just like a a level up from what you were saying, which is there's four orders of design. The first one is that there's 2D, right? There's It's kind of on the page. There's something that's there, you know, like that's Mm -hmm. layout, what we're Mm -hmm. kind of traditional graphic design, I think. The second one is that it's 3D, you know, Mm -hmm. so there's like product design, there's furniture design, there's things kind of thinking about your space. Right. And then the third order is 4D, where it adds the element of time. So this is what's talking about a service. So it's like, you know, things that you are, that are pieces that are interconnected and that you're creating a service over time. And then the fourth order is a system. And so it's thinking about infrastructure and the way that people interact and the stakeholders and things like that. And I think that that, it makes a ton of sense, right? Because what it does is that it splinters the definition of design into these four orders. And I think that they all exist. And I'm not sure if they're nested or not. 
Um, although the likelihood is that, you know, you will have some 2D things in a system that you're designing or whatever it might be. Right. Um, but the question is, where do you stand? You know, and I think for us with healthcare being such a huge system, we're much in the third and fourth order thinking right. about services and systems. And I think that's a hard thing to wrap your head around if you're not in the design world and talking about design the way that we do and yeah. the definitions. Because I don't think that in other industries, people are constantly trying to redefine what it is that they do. What I think is good about those four orders is that they're easy to grasp, right? Like people yeah. can imagine 2D, 3D, you know, I think the last two, 4D and infrastructure are more challenging for people, but there's probably tangible examples that could be given. But I think that where the mind, what you're getting at is where the mindset is, is 2D, 3D, because that's so commonly um, associated with design. Like you're making something look nice or you're creating an object or you're um, thinking about the aesthetics and the the features of something rather than thinking about the interactions or the right. impact or the, you know. That's right. I think that the field of design is changing. And I think that because design is new to healthcare in the way that we work with healthcare, right? It's not new to healthcare in the way that um, the first order of design has worked with healthcare. But um, the more healthcare companies that we see are understanding that design can support the third and fourth orders around services and around systems, right? And so because it's a, it's systems thinking and service, thinking about services, they don't necessarily require what we traditionally have had a design um, background in, taking typography, taking, you know, layout classes and understanding that kind of thing. I think what we're going to find is that there are other industries or other disciplines or other people who are educated in, in different backgrounds like anthropology or in the social sciences who are going to start to realize that the way that they think about why people do the things that they do, why they make the decisions that they do, they're going to find that they're, they think along those lines. And so I think that they're going to start to migrate over to calling themselves designers. And I think that that's something that we will ultimately need to come to terms with. I don't know. I'm just growing. For me, I'm growing that. I'm trying to grow that muscle a little bit more because it's not a reflex for me. Right. Right. I mean, we've moved over from design being a skill to design being a, a, a an approach or a way of thinking as well. Sean, our producer of the podcast, and I were talking about this episode, and the one thing he brought up that when we talk about what we do, when we're introducing ourselves in a conversation, we usually say we're trained as designers. Mm -hmm. And somehow we've morphed our story into our background is in design, but, you know, dot, 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 and then we talk about what we do now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I was curious about if you knew that you you did that, it was that conscious or 
Um, I think I moved over from that when people made an assumption when I said I was a designer. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think a lot of times when we're talking to people as a partner, right, we're talking about what our business can do. And oftentimes when you say that you're a design a design studio, people want to put you in a box where right. you're stylizing a website or helping them with improve their design materials or whatever that that is and that's not what we do so I stopped kind of saying that so that we didn't have to go down that road period I don't know I have I really defend design and I never want to see design go away because I do feel that it's really important and I know that it's ambiguous and not clear to everyone what design is but I do think that it's important or what it represents. The challenge is is that design is such a broad definition. And so there's a need to be able to sum it up yep. in one sentence. Right. And you can't. Right. But like, I don't I mean, I don't think we strictly it may be one component of what we do, but I I do think that there's a practice to, about design and understanding how how people do things and why they do it and why they would want to do it that is a core to our work that's less about like kind of looking at and scraping up the the bits of of culture that are important and and bringing them to the table yeah but that's a means to getting to that right like we ask people why they do things and how they do it in order for us to understand that culture in order to understand what they're going through right so it's kind of that's the that's the means to get to that end i think it's just trying to is trying to put a fine point on something that, I mean, what you and I always say, which is, it is so hard to describe what we do in one sentence. I think that we should try to figure out how to put a finer point on it, because for us, it just takes us a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big dialogue and discourse that I don't think has ever been resolved, and it swung traditionally swung in many different directions in terms of being further from craft and more into concept and and being more conceptual. There's also been like, you know, different shifts in thinking about it in terms of modernism and being more theoretical, being more practical. And it does sit in this very kind of ambiguous place where you have to figure out, you have access to the spectrum within the discipline of design but you have to define where you sit within that, and it's very broad. I feel very defensive about design in some ways because I do feel like, as a designer, you learn how to translate and take in information and process it and think about your end user and things like that. And that that's a skill that, that shouldn't be underrated. We always talk about this analogy of You can learn what a doctor does and how they do it and have a deep appreciation for it, but you would never perform surgery, right? And I I think that, like, it's important to realize what design does. It's very broad, but that, that you learn to be a designer so that you are an expert in a, and a specialist in design for whatever that means at that moment for you. Yeah, I go back to the discussion that we had before, which is, to me, that makes it sound very soft. Oh, design is whatever you define yourself to be. Right? No, no, no. I, maybe I said that wrong. It 
I'm talking there's a discipline of design that's very broad and you have to figure out who you are as a designer similar to medicine like you could be a, a lot of different types of doctors, right? You could be a GP, which is more general, or you can be a specialist, right? As a designer, you can be a more generalist or you can be a specialist. So that's what I mean in terms of deciding where you are within that. But you're still, I think it's important for us to to think about design as as an expertise, you know? I don't think that I don't think of design as an expertise. My question is trying to figure out where in that spectrum, what you're saying, where is that we land, right? And then trying to make that super simple and easy to understand. Yeah. So next week we'll be talking about trusting your gut. Guts. Which is also design related, I think. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. Yeah, no, podcast.com. And Instagram. This episode was produced by Sean Nazari and recorded here in Brooklyn at Figure Eight. Thanks to Michael P. and Lily for hanging out with us. Not doing anything else, just hanging out. (laughs) We have like seven people in this room just hanging out. They have a hard job. They have to listen to us. We have a posse. (laughs) Music was written and produced by Chess Smith. Come back and listen again. Bye. Did you notice all the new music?